Soft tissue pathology, it can be a challenging area of specialty for many general pathologists. In this CAPCAST, Dr. Jared Gardner discusses the common pitfalls and benign mimics that pathologists are most likely to encounter, as well as how to navigate the many ancillary tests available for soft tissue lesions. Dr. Gardner will be teaching a course on this topic at CAP19, which will be held September 21st through the 25th in Orlando, Florida. Dr. Gardner, what are some of the most common pitfalls and benign mimics that general pathologists are most likely to encounter? Well, nodular fasciitis and proliferative myositis and related entities, those are entities that can mimic sarcomas, and that's a real problem. Well-differentiated liposarcoma mimicking benign lipomas and vice versa, another major problem that I see very commonly. Desmoplastic melanomas can mimic scar or neurofibroma and can be very challenging to diagnose and a real treacherous pitfall. And also another one is odd variants of spindle cell lipoma that don't look like classic spindle cell lipoma. Those are things that I often see in practice that are mimics that general pathologists encounter. Now, there are so many ancillary tests available for soft tissue lesions. Can you discuss what process pathologists should follow to determine they are utilizing the correct test? Sure. Just like in other parts of pathology or even in medicine in general, to pick the correct test, you have to first understand the question that you're asking. And then you select the best test that can answer that question. So what tumors are in the differential? And then which tests will have the specificity to tell apart those specific tumors that you're considering? You can't just use a shotgun approach. You have to really have a focused approach to telling apart different diagnoses. So for example, you can use FISH for the EWSR1 uh, Ewing's gene. That will easily distinguish Ewing sarcoma from, say, a lymphoblastic lymphoma, but that same test would be useless if you're considering Ewing sarcoma versus desmoplastic small round cell tumor, because both of those tumors have a Ewing's gene rearrangement. So you could use RT-PCR instead of FISH in that setting, and really that's the key is thinking through which exact diagnoses you're considering and what tests will sort them out. And during our course and the, the provided handout, we'll really cover ancillary testing in soft tissue pathology in great detail. This course is backed by popular demand from CAP18. Can you highlight some of the topics that will be covered in this course? We provide an algorithmic approach to how to work up pleomorphic spindle cell tumors, both superficially in the skin and in the deep soft tissue. This is a real bread and butter thing in soft tissue pathology, and we go into it and make it approachable for the general pathologist. We cover fasciitis and other reactive lesions that can mimic sarcomas. We'll talk about the different subtypes of liposarcoma and kind of make an easy approach to algorithmically sorting those out. We'll go into myxoid tumors, which are a really challenging topic for a lot of pathologists, and we kind of give some guidance and tips on how to sort those out. And we'll also cover some real case examples that highlight pitfalls to avoid, and I think that that's a nice approach to seeing cases and seeing how things can go wrong, and it teaches us to be aware and cautious, and that's what we're going to go over, just some of the things we'll cover in the course this year. Finally, are there any strategies pathologists can use to more confidently discuss these cases with their clinician peers? Well, in our course, we actually start at the beginning with a basic discussion of how sarcomas are treated and what information the pathologist can provide that's going to be relevant for patient care to the treating team. And, you know, nuances and morphologic subtyping of different sarcomas is really interesting from a scientific perspective, but really the most crucial thing is that we as pathologists need to provide our treating physician colleagues with the info that they need for treatment and for prognosis for the patient. And the best strategy to figuring this out is to build a relationship with your clinical colleagues and to discuss cases with them on a regular basis. For one thing, this builds rapport. It makes conversations more comfortable, and it helps both parties 
to understand each other better, to understand what the difficulties are clinically and pathologically, and it builds mutual respect. So I call my sarcoma surgeon colleagues multiple times per week to ask their clinical impression about difficult cases, to ask them what treatment plan they have or how they're going to handle a case if I'm having trouble deciding what the diagnosis is. And really that collaborative discussion-based approach really helps me handle difficult cases, and I think that helps any pathologist who's in a bind when they discuss things with their clinician colleagues. Well, thank you, Dr. Gardner, for discussing this important topic. As mentioned earlier, Dr. Gardner will be teaching a course on this topic entitled, Soft Tissue Pathology is Fun, Really, a Crash Course for General Pathologists at CAP-19, which will be held September 21st through the 25th in Orlando, Florida. Thank you for listening to this CAPcast, and be sure to listen to our other CAPcasts from the CAP on our SoundCloud channel at soundcloud.com forward slash pathologist. And we're also now on iTunes. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes by searching for the word CAPCAST in your iTunes store. Once you find our podcast, be sure to click the subscribe button so you don't miss any new CAPCAST.